Tonight on the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, we're talking about episode five of season three of Daredevil, uh, the perfect game. All that right after this. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll. And I'm Alyssa Terry. Well, that's right, my friends. We have a guest host tonight, Miss Alyssa Terry, my beautiful girlfriend, hey is going to be joining us. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm uh, enjoying Daredevil immensely. Oh, yeah, me too. And Jeff has been so busy this week that he keeps making me watch one episode a day, and I, I just couldn't stand it anymore. I couldn't stand it. I even caught up with you. Yeah, like you, having no time this week either, ha- caught up with me, and you wanted to watch the next one, and I was like, we got a cast about it first. I actually started the next episode without him. Oh, I, yeah, yeah. I, I got came, all of 30 seconds in before he... I came in, I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> I've been encouraging all day to catch up with me, all week to catch up with me so we can watch it together. And then you know you're caught up with me, and you're going to keep watching without me. I was. Preventing me from casting with you. If you had no just good. stayed gone longer, you wouldn't have caught me. <laughs> this is your fault. This is my fault? It's pretty much your fault. Yeah, I guess I can see that. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about this episode. All right. Um, Wait, are the, we going to do the thing that you used to do? What thing do we used to do? Where you like do? count down oh, and then you we yell did, something? we did used to do that. We haven't done that in a while. We haven't done that in a while? Let's, Man, let's, I've been gone for a while. Wait, yeah. I get to count down and you All get right. to yell. You ready? Oh, you get to count down and I get to yell? Yeah. All right, this is our spoiler alert. At the end of three, these three countdowns, we're going to yell a spoiler. So mm-hmm. I got to think of a spoiler while she counts. Three, two, one. I, I'm not good. I'm not creative. I'm not creative. Um, Matt Murdock's alive. We knew that. No, we did not. At the end of the last episode. Oh, yeah. Taxi I mean, off keeps, the thing. He keeps almost dying, but we we knew that. We know he's probably going to survive. I'll count it. Although, if Disney has their way. Oh? Uh, I don't know anything about this. Well, they're just, like, canceling. They already canceled Luke Cage and Iron Fist. And so it would, it would be, be fitting of their destroying of the Netflix universe if they just, like, killed Daredevil at the end of the season. <laughs> that would be upsetting. I really like Daredevil. Although he's been kind of a punk this season. Yeah, you really were not happy with him in episode four when he, I guess it was episode three when he yeah. stole, when he stole Foggy's ID. I was um, so disappointed in him. <laughs> <laughs> he's being kind of a jerk to his friends. He was. Uh, so this episode. Yeah. Is almost no Matt Murdock in this episode. We get like a, 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 a like his clothes laying on the floor, and at the end we finally see what happened, and he like right. uh, him escaping from the uh, the feds. Right. I didn't. I did like seeing that, but more than that, I really liked getting. I love a good backstory. I don't know if Me you guys too. all know this, but I love a good origin story, a good backstory. Yeah. And I really enjoyed getting to know Dex in this episode. Yeah, me too. I wasn't expecting to want to get to know him as a character, and then once they started, I just... See, and I, and I, won't, I won't spoil it. Our, our audience already knows that who he is in the comic books. Oh, um, I don't know anything of that. We all knew it from uh, from all the stuff they all the casting news and stuff. Okay, but I won't spoil it for you. Okay, uh, I but he is that. he is working toward becoming the character that we all we all know from comics slash movies slash things. Mm-hmm. Um, so I look forward to getting to know that. Yeah, and they did some. They had some really cool nods to his character in his character his the character that they're making him into. Um, 
in the in this episode. Um, Can I just tell you what I was most impressed with, Dex? What's that? So you know, there's that scene that or, that you really like, but the camera work was all inside the um, in the car. Oh yeah, and then yeah. you see him, and he's just like he's a badass. He's just like pop, 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 perfect mm-hmm. aim. But like as a kid, <laughs> his you know knowledge of geometry and like. He like bounced the baseball off of yeah. a wire fence. I want to say, am I wrong? No, no, no. You're 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 absolutely right. I don't. I th- I, we didn't see what it was, but I was assuming it was like a metal post or something. Oh, I thought it was a fence. I, I don't know. think they show the fence when he throws the baseball. Um, but but yeah, I was assuming it was like a, a fence post, like one of those metal uh, fence posts. Still, but yeah, it does rattle the fence. Um, fence posts are round. I'm pretty sure. In the first time we see him, mm-hmm. when he's coming through shooting all the Albanians mm-hmm. in the motorcade attack, mm-hmm. I think he bounces a bullet in that scene. Oh, I don't like it's that. real fast, but I, I'm almost certain that's what happens. It's, I mean, it's just like you can barely see because all the all the camera works from inside that car. But he like fires or he fires at something metal, so it hits a guy from around a corner, and so that's like a little nod to his skills. And then you yeah. see him do that with the baseball as a kid. Is Dex an antihero? Um, is he a do superhero? You, do you want to know no. more about Dex? All right. Well, we won't tell you. Um, I love watching, and, and we've been, uh, Jeffrey James wrote in today, one of our listeners, uh, wrote in today to talk about the fact that in Daredevil Season 2, Kingpin, or Fisk, tries to um, seduce Punisher to the dark side. Right. In a very similar way. Mm-hmm. He, like, brings him in and talks to him and talks him up and acts like he's a... He's just an honorable man who wants to bring Punisher onto his side. Um, but mm-hmm. truth, truth be told, he's he's just manipulating him, and now we're seeing him do that same thing um, by just validating Dex. Yeah, just spending so much time validating him. Yeah, <laughs> you you can do that voice too. Um, slightly more feminine. I felt left out. <laughs> um, let's see, so we also get to see. Uh, foggy having campaign events. Right. I love that. Foggy. Go foggy. Vote foggy 2020. Oh man. I almost cried when that woman brought her ballot. I know that's the smallest. No, I think that's cool. (laughs) But I was just like, can you imagine the coolness of that moment of seeing like you're trying to make a difference and then someone votes for you and like you saw it and you know that you like at least got one you what, know what i love is his response he's like hey is that a real ballot yeah because like, he doesn't even believe it he's a disbelief that anyone would vote for him and marcy and him in that scene where they decide to do this mm-hmm. she says you wouldn't get enough votes to win but you might get enough votes to you know sh- do a showing or whatever sure. uh, and then and then a few minutes later like he's like you might even get a few votes not enough to win. Like, they're very clear. Like, <laughs> this is not, the goal here is not to win, which right. to me means he's probably going to win. Like, just right? from a meta. The classic underdog. Yeah. It's just so exciting. I'm excited to see Fog. I really hope they take the turn of, like, Foggy's doing this as a lark. Not as a lark. That's the wrong thing. He's he's doing it as a tactic to save himself from fits to get in mm-hmm. the public eye. I really hope we see him turn on the light turn the corner into like really caring about winning. Yeah. Like maybe he sees that he has, he sees some momentum. Right. Or maybe he sees that the, the current district attorney or whatever is not doing his job well or something. And he just like turns it on and becomes like real, like foggy. Who's really on a mission to do something for his community. Well, yeah, I I think we got a kind of maybe a hint of that when he remember, 
I don't know, episode one or two where he's in the butcher shop with his family. Mm -hmm. And someone says, like, you've always been the ambitious one, the one who wants to wear suits and to make a lot of money. And so we get, I never really, I don't know, thought of Foggy as being like the most ambitious. Well, he, we didn't know until that episode that he'd come from sort of a, Mm-hmm. A poorer family, sure. Uh, but we did know from earlier seasons that he's like always been. We got to make money, Matt. Like Matt was always the one mm-hmm. trying to help people. Kind of, they both right. wanted to help people, but Foggy was always like, and also let's charge them. <laughs> we got to pay the bills somehow. Yeah, Karen is having an emotional breakdown this episode. Right, uh, that was insane and like her worst nightmare. It, you know, she she killed. Uh, that character two seasons ago in in one of my favorite Karen scenes, you just mm-hmm. you just think of her as kind of mild mannered Karen, and then she so, shoots yeah. the guy in cold blood. Uh, and I love to see her, you know, doing her thing. Uh, I, I and we we actually missed it. I think it's another thing Jeffrey James wrote in actually yesterday. We totally missed talking about the scene where Karen has the gun out and goes and confronts the like guys who are cat calling the women on the street. Right. That was, that was intense. And so like, I love that side of Karen, but then to see that side of herself almost get called out and right. the fear that it elicits. Cause she thinks she totally got away with that. It's been right. two years. She hasn't probably thought of that guy since. I mean, no, that's mm-hmm. not true. I'm sure she's thought of it a lot, yeah. but no one's brought it up to her. And so she thinks it's, it's she thinks she's, she's putting it in the back of her mind. It's gone right. away. And then suddenly she has an FBI agent in her face with a picture of him. Right. They've, they've like picked her up off the street, brought her to an apartment and shown her a picture of the man she mur- murdered. Right. Kill. I'll, I'll say murdered. I feel like it was pretty self-defense. Yeah, pretty he was pretty threatening. Yeah. Man, that was an insane scene. Yeah. I really want to go back and watch all of Daredevil, especially after this season's been so good. Yeah. Um. This this is just a theory, uh, but so it's not really a spoiler, but you may not have noticed all the clues. Me and Jeff are both pretty sure that Fisk has some sort of command center in his apartment. Right. There's because something. he owns the building. Yeah. We know he made that phone call. Right, wasn't that, that was so crazy? It was so crazy just because you know that he's in prison. How is he making this phone call? Um But uh this this episode I just saw him get his tendrils even deeper, talking about decks. Um, I think they, they, I think they played with time a little bit. I'm not sure, but I think they played with time a little bit because they went directly from him reading about Dex mm-hmm. to Dex downstairs meeting Julie. Right. And it was like, wait, why is she there? Mm-hmm. And then I thought about it. He, he owns the building. He has all this control. She says someone offered her double the money to come work that day. Right. And so he's reading this information and he's just immediately putting this plan into action to like Mm -hmm. twist this kid up by bringing Julie into his life. Right. That was, that's insane. I felt so scared for Julie in that. Me too. She says to him, what is it like to be sit with someone that dangerous? Mm -hmm. And I was like, you already know you're doing it right now. (laughs) Run away. He just knew her whole routine. Yeah. And. Knew she didn't have a dog. Knew yes. how long. Knew her history. Knew how long she'd been certain thing, jobs. He said just to intimidate. I think, right? Um, Do you not think that? I don't think that, and I don't even know that he thinks he's a stalker. Based on the episode, like I think, 
I think he thinks that if he explained to Julie what she is to him, mm-hmm. that he would somehow understand. Mm-hmm. I think the, 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 his, his therapist said he needed someone in his life to look up to. And that's who she is for that's him. That's who she is to him. He met her at that at that hotline. And yes, maybe there's like some attraction physically or whatever, but mm-hmm. I'm not sure if it's romantic or not. I think it's like, this is just my little possible theory. I don't even know. I don't know if I fully even believe it, but it's a possible thing that he just thinks of her as someone to look up to because he, he knew her at the suicide hotline, saw how good of a person she was, mm-hmm. and he needs that in his life. He needs a, a paragon of goodness in his life. So he like watches her as like a way of like keeping him, keeping his North Star, as his therapist said. Sure. Um, but I don't, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how he's going to feel about her leaving him. Because uh, his last pers- last North Star that left him, his therapist, he said he wanted to kill her for dying, which right. was a. This show is so good. I just right. certain lines like that. I'm like, oh, that's so good. That's- I still think the dog thing was sort of a intimidation. I think it was him turning turning the corner to that intimidation, like when he got into his therapist's face and was right. just like threatening her and I just didn't I think I didn't his, see that in his face his start. it's possible it's very possible I thought it was more like come on you don't have a dog like that's that's how he delivered the line at least that's how I thought I felt mm-hmm. like he delivered the line it was more like I felt like it was you him. don't have a dog like he was just being incredulous like why are you lying to me I don't know. we'll have to watch it again I felt like the other statements prior to the dog statement were right. kind of like that mm-hmm. and I think by the time he she had already rejected him right and, the, and I think that was his like the anger starting. I you, like. I know you don't have a dog. I think that was the beginning, but we will have That's to rewatch it and see. Yeah, he's definitely angry, but he's trying. He's really trying to be a good person, right? Which is what makes him interesting. I just I, I love how complex every character on the show is, and how well, like even the I mean even the lawyers that are like Fisk's lawyers and and the. The, the Albanians, like everyone is full, kind of this fully fleshed out version of what they mm-hmm. are. I just really love that. Yeah. I've really enjoyed it. Guys, I guess that's about it for us. Do you have anything else on this episode you want to talk about, Alyssa? Probably. Yeah, probably <laughs> me too. But I don't have Jeff here to uh, remember things I don't. Um, and you're my remember things. Yeah, I know. So. <laughs> <laughs> we turned on season three and we watched the the intro to season three. Don't like, tell on me. Oh, come on. It was hilarious. We watched the, the, you know, the Netflix recap of seasons one and two. You just ruined all my credibility. And you said, you said, no, you said, don't I it. don't remember that. And I was like, whoa, what part? Like any of it, <laughs> which was not true, but it was really funny. Cause I started going, like, what do you remember this? And you're like, Oh yeah, I remember that. And this, and you're like, yeah, I remember that. But you like, just did not, you were like, no, I don't remember this as a television no, series. But the things I remember, since you've already ruined my credibility, we're like, no. So you remember that he's a lawyer. I'm like, yes. I remember <laughs> <laughs> do you remember true. that he got smushed by a building? Yes. I do remember that. No, that was one of the ones you didn't remember. You were like, when did that happen? Oh. When did a building fall on 
him. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess I'll never... Uh... <laughs> Luckily, we're sticking to the topics of this season that you have recently watched. I think of you as a person with a really great memory. The truth is, I have a great memory for television, and Alyssa has a great memory for actual life. <laughs> so... <laughs> There's just not room for all the TV. I'm sorry. I don't... Yeah. I just, I just talk about it on the podcast so much that, like, I remember... I remember it even if I don't remember it. I've like rebuilt the rebuilt the memories in my head. <laughs> All, right, guys. All right, guys. We are Thanks. the Marvel. <laughs> Thank you for hanging out with us. Absolutely. Any last words, Alyssa? <laughs> no, we're done. All right. We are the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast. Hit us up at mcucast.com, at mcucast on Twitter, facebook.com slash mcucast, mcucast at gmail.com, or call us at 573-CAST-MCU to leave us a voicemail. If you want to support the cast and hear more of these episodes quicker, uh, go to patreon.com slash mcucast. Now that we might be abandoning Jeff, we definitely will get more episodes out this week. Uh <laughs> Jeff, Jeff, Jeff's just been really busy. Uh, no fault of Jeff's. He's just got a family that he's taking care of. He's a real busy man. Some of us have school babies. School babies? <laughs> that's your, that's your classes are called? School babies? They are now. All right. That's, I don't like it. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Until next time, true believers. Whoa, she remembered. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>